Hello, hello, and welcome to Your Life Against the Grain. As you can see, this episode's a bit different. No cool music at the start because we got a three-part series coming at you. A trilogy starring the one, the only, Scott W. Crook. Woo woo! <laughs> we thought it would be sweet to switch it up, put Scott in the hot seat, and showcase the superstar faith-based entrepreneur he is. So, if you're interested in reframing your thought of failure, learning what it takes to be an entrepreneur, and the power of vulnerability, sit back, relax, grab some kombucha, you do you baby, just keep living your life against the grain. Hit it! so good to be uh, with you guys. Today we have a special guest um, with us that I'm very excited for you to meet. Um, he has had five businesses that didn't work out um, before he started experiencing um, success. Started a hotel in 1996 in Honduras that is now rated by TripAdvisor as one of the top 12 hotels of Central America. And they're in the TripAdvisor Hall of Fame for Certificates of Excellence. He's also the founder of Wealth Journey, a financial education company that is committed to teaching the strategies to the main street that Wall Street uses but doesn't tell us about. Here with us is Scott Crook. How are you doing today, Scott? Hey, Justin. It's great to be with you, man. Awesome. It's Yeah, it's so good, so good to be um, with you as well. And, you know, you just have such a cool story, um, you know, just with your, with your background. And, um, I just love, you know, all the times that we've gotten to interact because, you know, you've got, you know, usually what I've experienced is that, um, you know, a lot of, and I don't, you know, I hope that you don't take this the wrong way, brother, but a lot of times when I meet people in the financial world, they're very like left brain engineer, you know, thinkers. And, um, it's, it seems a little bit more rare that I meet someone like yourself who is like you, you have that left brain side of you, but you're also so connected to your heart. And, um, it's just, uh, it's just such a, such a cool, you know, balance. And I'm just really excited just for everyone to get to hear, um, just about you and, and your story today. Absolutely. And, and that has, has made it, to, I don't fit in, in the financial industry. Absolutely. Right. Mm. Um, but yet I think that also can be the competitive advantage, but, uh, that is a very good, uh, catch. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you, um, you know, paint the picture for us a, a little bit and would love to sh just to hear you elaborate, um, a little bit more just on, on your story, um, you know, through your journey as, as, as an entrepreneur. Well, my journey started as soon as I graduated from college. And I just, again, didn't fit in the box. I really didn't do that well in college, to be honest, Justin. Um, I just, it just didn't, just didn't ring true to me. It didn't uh, seem applicable. It just didn't seem like where I was going. And so I struggled. I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle in school, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just, so it made me feel like the odd man out that it didn't belong. And that, you know, that was tough to get through because I knew there was something different in me. And 
uh, I thought it was because I came from a family of, of divorce at a time when divorce was not really something that was very common. Mm. And so I think I thought it was that, that I was just different because of that. But, um, it turns out, you know, when am I, I started to chop wood and sell that to neighbors. Uh, then, uh, you know, I met my bride in college and we ended up moving to Honduras. And so I did not speak the language. I did not really have any skills that anybody would hire me for. And so I started just trying random businesses. I tried, I sold, sold pottery. I would bring stuff back from Honduras and come to the Midwest and sell in fairs. And I was just desperate to try to make, um, make something work. And I, you know, I had an ice cream shop uh, selling gelato imported from Italy in a third world country. And I mean, it's just in some ways harebrained ideas, but uh, they were all stepping stones that led me to, you know, some, some later successes, but I failed a ton. And so that that's our journey. You know, you know, I know you and I have talked about it, but that failure and, you know, choosing to get back up when you're dirty and bloody and you just got your butt kicked um, but I had this really strong desire to succeed. And so we can talk a little bit more later on about that story. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love how you use that word, um, stepping stones. Cause you know, I think words are so, so important and, you know, I just want to, you know, point out that that's such a good, you know, takeaway, um, you know, just for me and for, for the listeners of that you know, that idea of, of reframing, you know, what is, what is called a failure or what we might, you know, view, view as, as a failure, you know, because um, it's like in business, you know, so many times when we feel like we're failing, we're actually, you know, setting the stage so that we can, you know, experience, um, you know, success. Um, and, you know, I love, I just love how you use that word. And, and I also realize it's easy in hindsight, you know, for us to, to look at it, um, could you bring us a little bit, you know, into um, those experiences? Like, did you ever have a point where you, you just thought, I'm, I'm just going to quit. I, I'm done. I'm done with this. Yeah. You know, that, uh, that's a, that's a great question. I would say yes, many times over. Yeah. And I can give you one example. So uh, you mentioned we had a, uh, my main objective since 1992 was a hotel that we started. Um, and the night before we were to open, uh, we got a really bad uh, rainstorm. And and when I say we were open, the next day we were having uh, a wedding party was going to stay with us. And those were our first guests that we ever had. Mm. And so, you know, it, we're under this deadline and we're trying to get everything cleaned up. And, uh, you know, you know, we didn't I didn't know anything about how hospitality or hotel we were we were winging it big time <laughs> and the rain uh was uh, came pouring through the roof and flooded three rooms oh my goodness and i sat on the floor sat on the floor with my wife and i was in tears and i was like what in the world have we done why did we choose to do this and that was after two years of building and 
remodeling and decorating rooms. And, and that, that one, that picture really sticks out in me of that night and what it looks like behind the scenes to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the nights, you know, that was, that was, I, I can see myself in the room that we were in with the sponge and buckets and just saying, I, I don't know if this was a good idea. What have I gotten us into? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was one of those times when I did want to give up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what, and what, what would you say, you know, changed it? Was there like a, a, a turning point? Was there something that caused you to, you know, recommit to the vision or was it just like, Hey, we got more guests that have booked this thing. I'm not sure about it, but we're just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, that was the the start of, yeah, having more reservations and people coming and, you know, I'd basically spent every dollar and every dollar I could borrow to start this. And, you know, we had a lot of resistance and, and I just, I guess, you know, I, I've always felt like this, that I'm doing things against the grain or a, a, a different than most people are doing. Yeah. And I just, for some reason, I get strength out of kind of pushing through barriers. I don't really know where that, came from, but, uh, I, you know, the next day I remember having the, the wedding party on our back porch and we were serving them breakfast and they had no idea that the rooms were flooded the night before. Mm. Um, but yeah, we just pushed through and, uh, you know, we're celebrating 25 years of being open and to go back to some of those. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and, you know, I'm just giving you one example of when we wanted to quit, but, uh, you know, and, and I just, I just really wanted to work out and I was scared to death of losing all that money. I mean, I didn't know what would happen then. So just to keep pushing forward, I was definitely in over my head, which made me do things that if I had waited to be perfect, like I try now, um, I probably wouldn't do. I'd be too scared. I, I was too young to know to be really, really scared. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I, you know, I love Scott, just as you're talking, just hearing that, you know, you, you, you fully, you know, embraced and observed what was going on, you know, in, inside of your heart and you allowed it, you didn't try to push it, push it away, but then, you know, you, you sleep on it. And it's like, immediately, I just picture you waking up the next morning and your brain's just like, okay, how can we fix this? How can we make this better? And that's, you know, those two elements I think are so, you know, huge um, on the entrepreneur journey because I think sometimes we can, we, we just stuff our emotions and we, we, we think, you know, I can't think that way. I've got to be strong. Like the entrepreneurs that, you know, I see on Instagram, <laughs> you know, not realizing that they've all had these moments um, and we want to stuff the emotion, um, or we just, we get, you know, caught up in it. So we never get into, you know, problem solving mode. Um, and I just think it's, um, such, you know, such an important aspect of that journey is, you know, those emotions as they come up, those thoughts as they come up, um, you know, as, as my therapist actually says, uh, owning, owning, but not enthroning, you know, th- those emotions. Um, and yeah. even as like, you know, we look through the Psalms, 
um, we see so often. That's that's what you see. The psalmists are being honest about how they feel, you know, yeah. being raw, but then you know, ultimately knowing that God's on the throne and you know, bringing those things, um, you know, to to Him. Um, and I just I love just hearing that, you know, in your story. That's such a powerful, um, you know, picture because you know most people. It's like we we look at these entrepreneurs again that are really successful, and we don't we don't think about these moments. We don't think they had these moments, or they felt scared or or, or overwhelmed. You know, I, I I mean I couldn't agree more. I mean in the Instagram entrepreneur, and you know, and I think that we most connect with those that are are, are willing to be more vulnerable about what really is happening behind the scenes. And you know, I think. I think many people are courageous, but in particular, I think entrepreneurs are just courageous. Um, and that is a really strong word for me because I knew that I, it took a lot of courage to keep getting back up after the rooms flooded. And then, I mean, there, there's so many different stories, Justin, but um, you know, that's, it's, it really is. You have to dig deep. And I, um, you know, that's, that's kind of just a part of how I even live my life now after, you know, running this, uh, this business and starting another business. And, you know, it's it, honestly, it hasn't gotten easier. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it really hasn't. I know you've started several businesses and, um, I don't, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not like riding a bike. Um, it really is, continues to be challenging. It gets me up in the morning. I fail. I get back up. I fail. I get back up. And, um, you know, I, I just, I tie it to also, Justin, is that when those bad things happen, I believe that as a son of God, that he wants the best for me as his child. Mm. And that doesn't mean it's always rainbows and unicorns. It, 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 it's the tough times. It's the hard things. And I just, I just grab onto that, whether it's theologically strong, but I just say, God wants the best for me. And I'm going to grab onto that right. and I'll push, push through because he's allowing this to happen to me as his son. And he cares for me. He wants the best for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. You know, and, and I think about, I know that, I know that, um, you guys have, have kids, you know, we've got, got four and, um, you know, some of our kids are getting to the age where, you know, they're getting, getting bullied at school. And it's like, I'm sure you can know as a dad, you just want to, you know, I just want to get in my truck and drive over to the school and, you know, to give those kids a piece of my mind. And, (laughs) and, and it's like, but, but doing that and coming in and, you know, saving them in the moment, you know, may not be the best thing, you know, right off the bat, because um, then they don't learn, you know, how to navigate, you know, the conflict and they don't get to, you know, to learn, learn from it. And I know that's not, you know, necessarily like a, a failure, you know, on, on their part, but, um, you know, we, it, it is, it's like such bad theology for us to think that, you know, God's going to always just make our, our life easy, you know, because easy doesn't produce, you know, growth. It's like, lifting a two pound dumbbell is really easy. You know, it's like we can, we can do that, you know, all day, but it's not going to, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to, you know, produce any muscle, you know, it's got to break itself down before it can rebuild up. And it's the same thing 
as an entrepreneur, as a human being, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, and, and yet it's like, I so agree with what you're saying. You, you know, it's like here, here we are, you know, we've both, you know, thank God have experienced, you know, a lot of failure. We've also experienced, you know, success in our business. Um, yet at the same time, it's like, you know, I think that you would agree. I, I still haven't gotten to a point where, you know, I'm, I'm don't sometimes question things, you know, and don't, don't struggle. Like it, it's still there, you know, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't just like magically go away, you know, because you got to a certain place and that's just the honest truth, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah. Anyways, I'm kind of like going on a rant there. <laughs> um, no, but, I mean, um, but you know, I, I love like, I love as you're, you know, as you're talking, like um, I can so relate to you by the way, just feeling, you know, so odd at times, you know, you're talking about being a, a being in college and, you know, not digging, not just seeing things the same thing, you know, way as everyone else. And, you know, then being, being an entrepreneur, um, and kind of feeling, feeling that way. And, uh, even in the financial world, you know, being, being someone who is, um, left brain and, and right brain, you know, little, little, you know, together, um, feeling sort of the odd man, man out. I know that we've both talked about as believers, you know, feeling that way as being entrepreneurs and having the entrepreneurial, you know, mind. Um, could you speak a little bit, you know, to that, to your journey as a believer, um, you know, on this journey as being an entrepreneur and, um, you know, s- s- sort of how God, is, God has brought you through, you know, that process and maybe some lessons or takeaways. Yeah, that's, that's another great question, Justin. Um, yeah, I, um, I had, I think you and I have actually talked several times about this and just at church, again, I didn't feel like I fit in, in, in that box a lot of times because, um, I didn't, at least at my church, didn't run into a whole lot of entrepreneurs. And so I tended to put my faith and my business in two, two different boxes and they, and they never really, not, they, not, not, they didn't intersect as much as I wanted them to. And so um, when I came across this organization that you and I are both part of called Life on Fire, which is faith-based entrepreneurs, yeah. I mean, I couldn't be more excited about the combination of words that are used there, yeah. you know, faith-based entrepreneurs. I mean, that's, I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> and I've never been able to like verbalize or vocalize it in a way that was so succinct for me. Um, but so that was been, always been a struggle for me because, you know, and again, I know we've talked about this as personal development inside the church and how that kind of gets, um, it, it can get lost in, <laughs> I don't want to say heresy, but, you know, just not the place for it. And, and personal development has literally changed my life and yeah. self-development. And yet, uh, and I do see much of God's word in a lot of the self-development that I use. And, and I say it, it all comes from there anyways. Right. Um, so that would be that third box, you know, my faith, business, and then the self-personal development space that I spend a lot of time in. And again, but those were three individual boxes. And so um, that's um, up until lately has been, has been something that I have not been able to encounter. So, um, you know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm speaking. Uh, I think I would have been fearful in the past of speaking about God uh, when, when I'm doing business. 
Right. And I, and I hope that doesn't, I mean, I hope I don't want, I mean, that feels like I could be judged for that, but I just want to be straight and honest. I think most people like me are going to feel relieved, you know, to hear a statement like that. Cause I think that we've all, you know, felt that way um, as, you know, believers and, and entrepreneurs at the same time. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Thank you and keep living your legacy. Bye-bye.